All right, all right, all right. Episode six. Welcome back. Pod. We're back. Again. God, does it feel good? How's it going? Uh, I'm really excited about today's pod. Me too. We have a special guest. We have a friend. Will the Big Paw Pulowski. Hello, everybody. Hello, MLS Nation. Fire well, Nation. Well, the only thing that fans want to know about right now is how is your face since the tragic melting the accident? The face melting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's starting to grow back, but it's, uh, you know, a rock and roll incident like that is hard to recover from sometimes. <laughs> That's terrible, man. You were you recovered. You made it to the home opener, though. That's good. I did. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, say I'm honored to be here on this uh, episode six. We made it. <laughs> we made it. We're on. You guys made it. We're on so track to world podcast so fame. Is, yeah. I mean, this the, is happening. The haters, thousands of done. listeners, millions by this point, and our thousands of questions that we receive <laughs> each and every we week. To, we had to whittle them down to just a couple good just ones. A couple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're off. I don't so have we, all night we'll, here. I got we'll stuff to do. Yeah. The haters say we wouldn't make it past podcast two, but here we are in episode six. But yeah, man. Everyone was telling me we were going to be done after like one episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, Joke, no! Jokes on the haters. We, yeah. we thrive on those kinds of comments. So. <laughs> yeah. Keep talking smack. All right. Well, part one, MLS results and fire... Portland preview. Yeah. Luckily, we do not have a result to break down this week. No, yeah. We, yeah. If we had a result to break down, we'd be in much worse moods because we yeah. probably would have been a loss. To yeah, in a good team. mood. Yeah, we're positive spirits. There's hope on the horizon. Three home games in a row, by the way. Yeah, it's going to be Three fun. weeks in a row, so we're going to try to probably go to all of them. I think right. more or less. Cool two or three, at least. Yeah. What's part two, though? Part two. Uh, this part two, man. Talking points, as always. Couple of Twitter questions. We got Big Paws segment. It's gonna be really exciting. Oh my god! I mean, this this is big stuff. A lot of, a lot of this is yeah. It's the debut of the Big Paws segment, which I doubt will be the first and only. It'll be yeah. the first of many. First of many. So I'm right. excited. Carbon Tigers. Then part one. All right, um, let's break down these MLS results. There were not a lot of games this past weekend because of the international break, I think. But the MLS kind of cares, but kind of doesn't care about it because yeah, they I mean, still had a bunch of games. It's it's MLS scheduling is absurd. There's we're four weeks into the season and the Fire have played two games and other teams have played four. Like it, yeah, it makes no. There's sense. There's already a two game differential like, after four weeks. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Portland's not going to have a home game for like another couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. what a joke. But anyways, yeah, you want to take that first one? Sure. Uh, this was an interesting game. New England, uh, who I think I picked as the uh, wooden spoon uh, contenders at the Eastern Conference preview. I believe you did. Uh, they tied NYCFC at home, albeit. But uh, it took a, a brilliant display from Diego Fugundes, who scored an incredible goal in that game. Uh, no David Villa again for NYCFC, so you know you have to think that mu- that result might have been different with him in the game. But a uh, good road point for them. Honestly, a good home draw for New England, if you if you ask me. And uh, still no Lee win for the Rebs, and, w- and we'll get to that later in the pod. But, yeah, uh, the Lee win saga. Keep an eye on that. Poor guy just doesn't want to be there. Probably hates Rob Kraft or something. I don't know. I mean, who wouldn't? But yeah, no Villa. I don't... I think that's a good point for NYFCFC on the road. Like, yeah. I, I don't see why they should be too upset about that. I think that. both teams... They, all, they were missing a couple guys. Medina was good again, though. Yeah. Guy's good. Yeah, it turns out if you spend money on young South American talent, it sometimes they usually turn out. out. Yeah, a couple of them. 
next game. FC Dallas won. Portland won. That's who we're playing this week. Portland. The Timbers. Uh, Dallas pretty much dominated this game. A lot of possession. Uh, Olam got sent off for Portland eventually. Uh, Lamas scored, and Sebastian Blanco scored for Portland. And that was a great goal uh, of the week. Really, really good goal. That hit the net at about 100 miles an hour. Left footed, just (sighs) stroked. Blasted. Really good one. Yeah, um, Lamont continues his hot form too. So that overall, I think another result kind of just where it's a like game for both teams. Yeah, better than losses, but not anything to. Yeah, if you had to pick one team happier than the other, yeah, you'd have to say what Portland, Portland away, for, right? Away had a guy sent off in like the seventy fourth minute. Yeah, down a man, away draw. You gotta have it. They'll take it coming into uh, another away game. Yeah, but I mean, we shouldn't be encouraging them. I mean, Bridgeview's no, super intimidating, so they're probably pretty intimidating. The boys right will now. be out. <laughs> they will be out full force. There's going to be so many TFOs. Yeah. At least one. Maybe one two pull as well. I would hope there's more than that, but. Get ready for the environment of your lives. It's like Mercedes Benz Stadium times three in Bridgeview. All right, next game. Uh, crew uh, beat DC United and three to one. Uh, people are going to read into this result because the crew have now won what every game they've played this season, or did they I have think a draw? They, drew, they, drew they did have a draw last week. Uh, anyways, they beat up on a very bad DC United team that is going to continue to be bad for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, the question being thrown around right now is: Are the crew legit contenders for top two in the East? I say no. I know you say no. I say yes. I mean, I don't. You got them above so well. Toronto, NYC. They're the top key word five. is contender. Contender like, for top of the East. I think so. Why not? I just don't. I think it's four weeks into this. I, I just look at their whole team. Like they're kind of just solid they're, everywhere. I don't. They're they good. don't have like. I don't. I couldn't tell you a week. Like you know, they don't have a Geofinko. They don't have a Via, but. That's that's my point. I couldn't tell you a like weak solid. spot on their team, but I also couldn't tell you like a guaranteed yeah. killer on their team. And this whole, you know, save the crew thing is happening. Yeah, they're, they're, they're motivated. Well and they're motivated. Guys, let me ask you this before we move away from the crew. Do you think Shoot. does a winning season like make it harder to move the team, or does it make a difference? It's a great damn question. Um, I mean, they were really good last year when that like. Would they go to the conference final? Conference semifinal. Final. And that's when that stuff kind of started swirling. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I don't think no. I guess my answer is no. I don't think I don't think it changes. I don't think it. he'll change anything based on them winning. Or I losing. think what he wants to do is extort money from public funds in order to build a new stadium, and Columbus definitely isn't going to do it. Okay. Um, Having said that, the the uh, growing resistance against moving it will absolutely grow with yeah, how good the crew is. If they're winning, yeah. Right. The public will be more vocal if they're playing well. Absolutely. Whereas if they were losing every game, people yeah. might have so it's less almost, to say. It's basically a win-win for him. He'll either get what he wants and get a new stadium or, or the move. team will be good. So yeah. he'll yeah, he, pre-court will be he's in, a pretty in good, good shape either way. Yeah, yeah. of course. Of course. So. Thus is the MLS. We're probably going to talk more about that later because that's just <laughs> yeah. endless. Yeah. It's a big topic. Endless entertainment. Uh, Red Bulls beat up on Minnesota. Um, Red Bulls look awesome, too. They look so I mean, this good. East, I guess, if you're throwing, if I'm throwing crew in the, con- like, oh, as I, a team Red Bulls contending, are Red Bulls have to be there, too. To me, I think Red Bulls are above crew in the contender standings, the Bridgeview Fire contender standings. 
Yeah, we need to come out with the rank. <laughs> power rankings. Power rankings <laughs> is what we're saying. Um, yeah. Yeah, they would be way up there, the two New York teams. But, yeah, Red Bull's uh, a brace for BWP. He, guy's outrageous right He's got to be in the golden boot conversation yeah, again. He's uh, the most confident I've ever seen him. Goal and an assist for Alex Mule. Yeah, really he good. He looks good. I, there's, they keep playing all these youth players, and they're getting results. And it looks like what they've been building towards over the last couple of years is just firing all on all cylinders right now. Yeah, I, I still think it's a little early to, like, dub them like top three in the east but i I worry about their depth um but the whole youth movement is encouraging as hell and bwp looks unstoppable this year so they they could go all the way easily definitely i agree uh next game on the slate slate uh rapids versus skc uh that was a 2-2 draw uh kansas city continues to score goals in in games which is this is not your your grandma's skc team no it's not I contest that they've still only played one good team in NYCFC in the opening week. Uh, what was it? They played the Rapids, the Fire. I forget who else, but they weren't that good. Like they've had probably the easiest MLS schedule up till this point. So this whole like goals fest is a little bit of a, a optical illusion, I think. But uh, they they look good. But you know what? SKC should beat the Rapids. Even away, I just that's my thought. Probably, I don't think they're that good. So most goals conceded and most goals scored. Yeah, they're playing conceded. thrillers, man. They're they're the every, Michael Jackson of MLS. Every game's a shootout right now. Right, I like that Michael Jackson of MLS. <laughs> Uh, the last game was uh, that Western Conference game. Nothing matters. Vancouver versus the Galaxy, zero uh, zero. I don't watch that one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry to do the just people Zlatan that time now. Yeah, no, oh. that's basically it. That's LA Galaxy is all about Zlatan. It's all about Zlat now. Z L A, Tan. Capital L, capital A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The newest uh, tanning. So we'll salon. just kind of have to watch and see how that goes. We'll we'll talk more about Zlatan. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, we will. Uh, so yeah, MLS news. Zlatan. Oh. <laughs> Transition. Signs for LA Galaxy. We're hearing uh, three mil, two years. Sounds like a bargain. Not yeah, even he, a DP. He took a pay cut for that, for sure. Not Guys, what's the DP. deal? What's the deal with that? Like, why it seems did he? Like, it seems like you know such a ridiculously low amount of money. It does. I mean, yeah. isn't what is uh, Schweinsteiger getting like three or four million Way more, at least? I believe. Yeah. So something why, like that. Wh- your question is why is Schweini making more than Zlatan? He's making double or the, triple. The pedigree is probably equal. That's what I. Yeah. Not, you know, maybe. if you ask me to the to like a mainstream soccer right. fan, they're pretty much the same tier player. I'll let T take this. <laughs> Thanks. I have, like, a couple theories. One, he's coming off that uh, knee injury, and no one has any idea how he can play. Um, he's 36, I think. Yeah, as opposed to 31 for so Boski. So, knee injury, that old, had probably something to do with it. The other thing, I think, is that Zlatan's he's going to L.A., and he's going to, like, hugely increase his name and his brand recognition. Yeah. Okay. That, and that makes a lot of sense. He'll probably get some on. deals and yeah. stuff out in L.A. He'll hang out with LeBron or, like, I any of those guys. Probably see him in a movie or something yeah. soon. And, like, get a sponsorship and he'll make money elsewhere. Yeah. I just, 100% agree with that. that it's Because if he, he had demand from, like, you know, mid-tier table teams in the EPL, he mm-hmm. could have been productive with. Like, he could have been productive with a number of teams. But... If he came to L.A. and actually, like, succeeded and scored, you know, 20-plus goals and, like, led them all the way to the Cup, 
that expands his legacy more than anything else he could have done at this stage of in his career. Yeah, he did it all in Europe besides winning the Champions League. Yeah. Plus, yeah, like you said, he's going to make his salary might not be big, but he's going to make way more sponsorship. Yeah, I got to imagine he's going to make some yeah. deals. But I like I mean, yeah. Like, I agree with what you guys all said, but, I mean, he's going to sell a lot of tickets at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've already heard some of my friends from out of town are like, I'm thinking about coming into that uh, yeah. Galaxy game in uh, two weeks. That's not far two away. Weeks, two weeks, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, I think so we're going to go, we're going to see that that place is going to be packed. Uh, that's gonna, I think there's going to be scalpers and everything. It's oh, going to yeah. be... That might be the best Toyota oh, yeah, Park the environment in yeah. the last five years. That's what happened, like, in the first game or two when we got Yeah, fasting. it'll be it'll like be, that. It was hyped and everyone was really excited. People, I'm stoked. People will come out just to see him. Exactly. I don't buy into like him not improving Galaxy. Like as long as oh, he's yeah. fit and he can play, I don't see. Yeah, if he's healthy, he's scoring. There's. Some I don't goals. think there's any yeah. question about it. Um, Andre Horta, another deal, done. That's just a big today. One. Was it was like finalized? LAFC, two LA teams splashing seven million rumored transfer fee from Benfica. He was on loan to another Portuguese club. He's really young, center midfielder, can play deep, can play cam. Um, I'm hearing he's not joining till the summer window. That's what I okay. think. And he's going to make $1 million a year, they're saying, salary-wise. So that's a major he is, investment. I mean, he was sought after by very good European, European teams. teams yeah. I, I, it'll be interesting to see where they play him. I don't like whether it'll be in that attack, more attacking role or more defensive role. Because right now they've got what Felhaber's playing in that kind of defensive role, and but they have Vela is he out on the wing? I haven't been watching. Kind of just up top. Yeah, I thought he was kind of that ten. So like, yeah. you think Horta's going to be kind of like an eight for them? It's going to be an attacking setup for sure. Yeah, he's not like a but robust defensive midfielder or anything right, like that. Right, he's got skill and he's going to use it. Uh, but I mean, they just already look loaded now. Yeah, that's. We, I mean, we kind of knew that one was coming. They've been talking about it for a while. That one's, I think, just as big as Latan. I mean, not not in terms of like MLS star power, star power, but in terms of impact on the team, I, it might even be bigger. Than I mean, long term, absolutely, certainly long term. But yeah, it's it's an interesting one. And the, the other one out of uh, the next one, we're gonna move on to Darwin Quintero is another huge transfer. I mean, these these are. This is a uh, Colombian international player playing in Club America, which is a team that I think most people would assume are better than almost every MLS team right now. They're up there, yeah. And he's a starting quality winger on one of the best teams yeah. in Mexico. I mean, he's not like the young signing. He, I think he's like thirty years old. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still got. But you're gonna get two, tank. three good years. And he's he's yeah. won the Concacaf Champions League once yeah. or twice, so a lot of experience. And this uh, all came about after the Kevin Molino injury, so we expect him to kind of... Well, Ibarra might hold down that number 10 spot and keep Quintero on the wing, maybe? or not It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. But Another that, attacker for them. Yeah, definitely something they needed to fill the, the Kevin Molino void with. So, But that's kind of wraps up the uh, MLS news and results. Let's talk about the fires. Oh Hashtag CF97. Let's get Preview. into it. Let's get into this game. We got Portland coming up this weekend. Uh, Portland, uh, a very well-run organization, also very smug, is my perception of them. Wow, I'm just Shots I'm, I'm coming out and saying it right now. I kind of like Portland. Yeah, I love them. I've been to uh, what the hell 
what the hell is it? Uh, Providence uh, Park. Providence Park. What a hell of a, what an atmosphere. It's like right downtown, right? Puts, like in a cool neighborhood. Puts, puts Bridgeview to, to shame. Yeah, we when we went, we walked to, uh, from uh, the shoots. they have like a tap brewery by, yeah. not the actual brewery, but like a tap room and walked right to the stadium. Awesome, awesome experience. So uh, props to you guys. Well, this one's at home. We don't have to play there, which is good. Yeah. So it's not a good, not an easy place to play. Yep. Uh, there come Portland had a one-one draw against Dallas last week. Um, they have not played well this year. Uh, they lost to the Galaxy two-one. They lost to the Red Bulls four-zero. Got wiped there, and then they just drew this one with Dallas. They haven't played a home game yet, and they're not going to for another couple weeks. And I'm I have no idea why. MLS scheduling, baby. I don't know if it's something to do with like they're upgrading Providence Park or. If the MLS just did this because it's I don't know, but what are you? What are your thoughts on Portland? My thoughts on Portland are that they're going to come out in that uh, Christmas tree formation, that little four-three-two-one that they did. Uh, who was that against? I know they the one that they got smoked. That was the Red, Red Bull Bulls. one, right? Yeah. I still think they're going to do that one. I I think it suits. Them against the fire better than the four two three one. Like so, the four two three one would basically just be a little symmetry with the fire, right? Because we're likely gonna play that. I think everyone expects us to. Yeah, we could talk about that later. But uh, the the four three two one makes the fire spread it out wide, and with Polster injured and our midfield the way it's been struggling, I. It's like, okay, yeah, go spread it out wide because you're certainly not going to... If, if they can be prepared for that, then they're going to force us to build through the middle of a very congested midfield, and I just don't see that happening. I see what you're saying now. Because yeah. our, our major attacking threat right now is wide. We it's, don't have that creative central yeah, player. It's so. Katai, it's Vincent, and I guess Ramos, who hasn't... He's not notoriously a great attacking outside back. But, yeah. What do you think? What do you see? Uh... I don't know. This team's, I think, but I, I'm real worried about this game. Great. Like a trap game. They haven't played well at all, neither yeah. have we, but this team. Look at it on paper. Has the MLS MVP. They were good last year. Top of the West last year, right? First right. place. Right. Um, some of these losses, like, they had a good second half against the Galaxy. Um, <laughs> neighbors. There's someone. Hammering right above the command center. Wow, we're gonna have to let Big Paw do a little bit of murder here real quick, and we'll, we'll, we'll be. be back. I'll be right back. Guys. We'll be back after a short break <laughs> of murder. Uh, you were saying, on paper this team looks damn good though. You still, I think so. But we talked about in the West preview, new manager, things changing a little bit. Savarese, your guy, uh, guy whose name starts with a G, ends yeah. with Savarese. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's funny. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think they were unlucky against the Galaxy. The draw at Dallas was fine. Yeah. But that 4-0 loss was absolutely terrible. But they were, like, in that Red Bulls game up until, like, the 77th minute. Yeah. And then it kind of just got out of hand, and they looked out of the game, and, like, they just weren't into it. Yeah, it feels like the game that Portland's going to come out and make the statement to the rest of the MLS that they're not as bad as they've been in the last three weeks, and they're going to do it against the fire, of course. Uh, but we're as pessimistic in nature as possible these days uh, about the fire, I think. Or at least I personally am. 
I uh, I don't see anything positive coming from the fire. So it's hard it's hard for me to imagine a scenario where we come out and dominate a game against Portland and win. But I'd love to see it. I'll I don't, be there. I don't see a dominating result. But I mean, I think we could possibly hang with. Yeah, them. of course. I think defensively yeah. they are fairly weak. Yeah, they've given up a lot of goals. Obviously, as we is Ridgewell. Do we know if he's traveling? Yeah, yet? so that's a weird point. I don't know what's going on. He didn't travel with the team in the last game. Liam Ridgewell, their center back, their captain for the last couple of years. Uh, from what I read, it's just a coach's decision. He was like, "We need to switch right. it up." Might he'd been and horrible. We're leaving you out of the lineup because we're shipping goals left and right. So he didn't even travel to Dallas. Um, I'd be super surprised if he's not starting at center back this weekend. I think that was just like a one time a shot by the manager. Be slap like, on you got to be better, man. Like you got to get these guys in line. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, the guy that replaced him last week, Bill Tuloma. Mm-hmm. If Ridgewell doesn't play, he's probably the guy that's going to start. Uh, he's a New Zealand international. There's a good dog outside the door right now. My neighbor's dog. It's a very good dog. Doesn't that dog know that the pot is going in right now? This <laughs> he is wants just, to contribute. Just, oh yeah, that's got yeah, fire dogs. He's, he's got pigs, so he's got to get out. <laughs> okay. We interrupted. Sorry. Well, the dog interrupted you, but yeah, they're good dogs, Brent. So yeah, yeah, I lost all my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> Liam Ridgewell. You were saying start. you think Ridgewell's going to start? The guy who subbed in for him ain't doing anything this this week. So we're gonna see. We, we think we're gonna see a Ridgewell Mabiala center back pairing for Portland, and uh, I think that's vulnerable. I think we could take advantage. I mean, so far, it's I know Nikolic could. If there's anyone that could, it's him. We just need someone to break that uh, that mid that uh, center back pairing there in the middle. Yep. Yeah, agreed. So, but, uh, th- so where I put this, expecting them to lo- Olam is out, so. Lawrence, yeah, that's Diego awesome. Chara is listed as questionable. If as he's of today, in, we're in trouble because when he, he plays, because is, is this his first game back? I believe he's been hurt for no. most of the season. Uh, he played last week, did he? Okay, because there there's something their record with and without Chara is notable. I don't I don't have the tweet on hand, but with and without Chara is like better than like with and without Diego Valeri. Like their their record, he's. Maybe their most important player. Well, so, so in that 4-0 loss, Red Bulls, Chara did not play. That doesn't surprise me. And then last week, Chara did play, and they drew 1-1. Yeah. Chara, um, but he's got like a little injury, so they're saying questionable. Okay. I'd imagine he plays. I imagine he plays. Chara is as important as Diego Valeri is to that team, in my opinion. So, so if he's playing, I'm we're expecting, in trouble. Um, the left back, they've kind of just rotated here. I'm expecting it to be Marco Farfan at left yeah. back. He used to be in Philadelphia, I think. Yeah, he's a, no, a different guy. Oh, uh, there's this is there's the a young, lot of like teenager. Oh, that's right, that's right. Kid. Sorry, I'm um, thinking of someone else. So Farfan, Ridgewell, Mabiala, Elvis Powell probably at right back. Okay. Paradis center mid. Yep. Guzman center mid. Unless Char is healthy. I kind of think. Well, you said they're going to play that. If they four, play three, the four three two one, two, one they're going probably Paredes, Guzman, and Char. Correct. Oh, yep. And then it'll just be Blanco, Blanco Larry, Adi, Adi. Yep. Yep. That's that's a scary lineup. It's pretty scary to me. All right, so we talked about Portland. How do we want the fire to line up against Portland? Give me yours. All right, uh, so I want in goalie Sanchez. I mean, th- there's really no correct choice in goalie at this point, in my opinion, but let's go Sanchez. Uh, Vincent is the lock and left back, uh, and no one's healthy except for Dean uh, or... Uh, 
Who's the other guy? It's got to be Dean, right? Kevin Alice is the other option, but I'd go with Dean. I think. And we talked about Ellis last week. And they I... were both horrible. So you pick Dean. He's got the higher upside, I guess. And then Kapilhoff's the lock. And then I, I see you just put Connor at right back. I think I'm, Ramos will start, but Connor's a really interesting choice at right back. I mean, I put Ramos slash Connor. Right. Because I don't know what he's going to pick. Con- so in, I would probably pick Connor just in, to give him a shot. In that Christmas tree formation, if Portland does play that, I think Connor's a better fit to do that because I think he's got more attacking upside he's than, got some than skill, Ramos yeah. does. So if that's the case, I'd love to see Connor get some space out on, on the flanks and swing his crosses. Um, but uh, in center mid, Basti, uh, Dax. Um, attacking mid. So okay, so you had Basti and Dax at the holding mid, right? And, and then, then I went then with Solnyak, Collier, Katai, Nikolic. So right. I went with the straight up four two three one. Yeah, and so I see the four two three one. But what I I think might happen, and I don't know that I agree with it, but I think Basti will be in one of the attacking mid positions for either Collier or Katai, or sorry, or uh, Solnyak. And I think that Chani might still have a starting role in that holding mid position. I don't know that he's earned it, but I think you definitely got a point. I just don't know if yeah. I want that. Just yeah, because. no, I, I like I like your because I think da- uh, Bassie's far more influential from from the position you have. Him yeah, in and I thought Chani had a rough game last week. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. So I think he could use uh, use a little sit here. Um, yeah. Predictions. Right. Yeah, Should we go predictions? Wait, well, we're going to include you on predictions, so let's start Big with you. What do you want to see got? out of Portland versus happen? Chicago this weekend? What's going to be the score? Number one, what I want to see is goals scored in the first half. <laughs> yes. Um, every every game I've well, I've, there's only been two games. It's just we wait and we, you know then they kind of come back in the end. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to see us take a lead and hold on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I'd like to see them allow less than. Three goals. <laughs> two, I, yeah. Zero to two goals would be ideal. Oh, ideal. Yes. High standards from Big Paw. <laughs> I mean, I don't my, know. I mean, I, you know. Three or under, baby. My my expectations are low, to be honest. But I, so are ours. Um, just looking at their, you know, the past results of Portland, I think this is a winnable game, and I kind of expect to win. I definitely expect I, to I think win. we have to point. expect to win. we got to expect to get a result. It's too early in the season to have such low expectations, even though that's our yeah. instinct. I agree with you. I think we should expect to win this game at home against a struggling Portland side. You got to if you got if you want to be in the race. You got to, you got to pick up home points. What do you got, Jay Moss? I got two to two. We go up two now and then drop a uh, drop a result and get a draw. Do you want to expand on that, or are you just going to leave it at that? No, I just that just sounds like the most emotionally unstable game for me. We always so agree. I, I literally wrote down two two. Did you? I didn't yeah. even look. Um, <laughs> it's just. Both teams have struggled to keep clean sheets. Yeah. Both teams have been bad defensively, and but both teams have guys that can score. If we give up two or three goals, we won't win the game. I agree. I mean, that's this not needs, rocket science. I think this needs to be either a clean sheet or a one-goal game. Yeah, I, I just wrote 2-2 because I kind of agree. I could see us going up 2-0, 2-1, and right. then coming back. Getting or I could see them going up and us getting a late goal again. Right, who knows? Tying. But, yeah. Um... It's mostly just indifference talking, but yeah, I just like I want I'm I'll be excited when I get there. Absolutely, like I'll, of you know, I'll be super hopeful that we get the three points. But if I had to pick, I'd just say two two. Sounds sounds right. Yeah, feels right to me. You got anything to, else to add on uh, Portland or or the fires? Not, what do you got? Not really, man. I mean, like I think the I think we really broke that game down. To be honest, I. Uh, 
That was a good preview. You think so? If I'm being, you know, reflective on, on the previous segment. We've got Big Pot here, so of course it's good. <laughs> Just bringing our A game. Just stepping it up mm. in here. Part two on the way, boys. Now the sun is rising. Beer time. We're back. What are you having, J-Miles 5? A little Brickstone Hop Skip. Uh, Big Paw's Ooh. new favorite beer. This uh, is a double pale ale. It's um, A double pale ale. It's huh? very, very hoppy and mm. kind of fruity. Did they also, forget I'm, the India? Is it hop forward? Or there's hop no forward? India. It's no pale India. ale. It's definitely hop forward. The aroma just yeah. hits you right in the face. That's a good thing. Wow. So everyone's going toward the more uh, fruity hops, mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan, you, so I'm you, okay with so that. You like fruity hops yeah. over, I'm a, I'm a piney hop fan, but you're a fruity yeah. hop fan. Those I like both the hops, guys. Like I've been known hops. Like, I bought an orange IPA before. Mm. You know, I had no shame. I like the... Uh, that probably had citra hops. Do you guys yes. want to just have a little segment where we uh, <laughs> name some hops real quick? I mean, it's good for summer, right. you know? Will, you start. Um, name, Amar- name a hop. Amarillo. That's a fun one. Tuli? Cascade. I'm going to go with, uh, wow. Really we took down. all the... Can yeah. we, can we, we end took, it there? Citra? <laughs> That's really embarrassing, man. You're supposed uh, to be the beer expert. I know. Speaking I, of experts... I really froze myself there. Speaking of experts... Experts. We have Big Pog here, as you know. What is he an expert in? Uh, he is the resident expert foodie of the Bridgeview Fire Boys, and uh, we want to know. Paw. This last week, what's your pick? What's Paul's pick? Where'd you go to eat slash drink? Well, so as as you guys know, I'll just uh, go to random restaurants Mm -hmm. by myself uh, and check it out. So uh, last week, I was I found myself in the city for you know during the uh, during work hours. Does this mean the loop? No, I was out. Things. Okay, I was in within the city limits of Chicago, but um, so this place is uh, it's on Fullerton. It's kind of north Logan Square. It's kind of out. Out west. Okay. This place is called the Little Pickle. Ooh, what a now, name! Now, so what the the thing is that they specialize. They, so they make, it's a sandwich shop, All right. but they sell a lot of pickles. Like like subs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay. what I got? See, so you, you know, they give you three options. You get a meat, a sauce, and then something pickled. Okay, so I had. Um, That's amazing. I had it was a pork sandwich. Pork was really good, very mm-hmm. soft. Was it Cubano of, type pork or what kind of pork? Is this new? It's new. It's uh now it was like a it was, it was like a piece of you know it was like chunks of pork, mm. Mm. and um, sauce was uh, some kind of garlic sauce. Very good. Mm-hmm. What was interesting, and I don't know if this is everyone's uh, cup of tea, but it was uh, pickled avocados. Wow, how's that? F. It was really, it was really unique and really good. And I don't know that it's for everyone. I don't know that everyone really <laughs> likes pickles. How do you pickle an avocado? Yeah, uh, avocados I didn't, are like soft. I had no idea that was a thing, but it was really good. It was it was really not like I, anything I'd ever tasted. Right. Uh, this place, I just pulled it up, has a four point nine dang rating on Google. That's that's mad. That's big time. Yeah, and it's it's almost perfect. So I could, the only thing I worry about the place is it's on a very like dead street. It's like pretty far west it's kind of Fullerton. It's, it's too like, yeah, it's, it's too far west. Pretty far west. What are we Logan. talking? It's, it's west of Logan Square. Yeah. So there's some new other like stuff over there. Like there's a bunch of yeah, there's a lot of Park stuff. Parking fields over there. I went to a concert right by there recently. Uh there's definitely stuff happening out there, but so if you're in the city, check out the little pickle. Uh 
Get out. Very, Get out there. Very weird place, but I just spotted it. and uh, So good. It was good. Uh, out of five stars, what's Big Paw's official rating? Four, four, solid four stars. Damn, would, go, would go Very again. Very solid. Would go again. Uh, that's Pickled great. avocados, you heard it here first. That's great. All right, let's continue Big Paw's segment here. Yep. Big Paw, how do you feel about the start to the fire season as our first <laughs> guest? As our first, maybe only ever guest. No one else might want to talk to us, but... I want... First of all, I'm I want it. two segments to your response, by the way. I want one, raw emotion. I want two, level-headed response. All right, so... Fair. I'll start with the level-headed, I guess. Because right. that might just send me... <laughs> Off onto a rage, but uh, I don't know. So I mean, it's just it's it's disappointing. Obviously, I, I mean, there, there's no way around that. But uh, I don't think it's too it, it's not too late. I mean, I think last year we started off very poorly and then and then picked up steam even before uh, we signed. You know, even before Shriny came over, there were there were a bunch of wins in a row. But just as a fire fan. And I've only I've only really been following the team for really long, three, four, five years. I I don't know anything else besides losing, so this is nothing new to me. Good point. You had that one winning um, season last year. Yeah. It was really weird. That for was two your months they were season. yeah, and for two months they won like every game, and I was like, what you know, what's going on here? I don't understand this. I don't know what, what I'm supposed to like be yeah, feeling about point. this. Yeah. So the problem is basically you always just have that feeling of dread. You always think that something it's never going to get so better. That's so spot on. I think that's why so many people are like just freaking out and panicking yeah. right now. Right. Like they remember the three years of just losing. And I don't want to go through another three years. No, like, no, no one does. I mean, don't I, have to. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, basically, like how, how hard is it? Atlanta came into the league last year as an expansion team and was good. Other teams are regularly good. Right. Why can't this is the you know this is the fire this is the third biggest city it's in a million America. Dollar question. Well, give me one answer to that question off the top of your head. Okay, I mean the the number one answer that comes is Houtman. Correct. So I mean there's a you know and I've been listening to this for years. There's all the chatter you know. A lot of people don't like that people are down on Houtman. Right. They don't like the Houtman out movement. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they think it's like. Somehow we're like doing a disservice to the team. Or I, I I can't even understand the the mindset. I don't it really makes no sense. The team sucks, and we're supposed to just like you know be be. That. We're supposed to thank Houtman for putting a right. soccer team out there that we can watch. That sucks. It just seems like an easy formula, right? Like if if your team is bad, how do you improve it? Like the first thing that comes to my mind is spend money on it. Yes. And we haven't done that. We did it with Bastion, and it yielded positive results. But here we are again in another offseason where we did nothing, and, well, the team sucks again. It's almost like if you don't spend money, you're not good. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's to me, it just seems like a really straightforward thing, and I... That that's to me why I'm mostly was, Houtman out. And was it even Houtman really that was responsible for for Shiny coming over? How much? What was his role in that? So I mean, obviously, he ponied so up the money, say. but that's true. But uh, did didn't the MLS kind of serve him up? Yeah, I, I've even heard rumors that. Well, and this, these are rumors, which means that there's like a one percent chance yeah. that they're actually true. But like a, that the MLS was like ninety percent of the reason that. Chicago got Basti was because they knew that we were a struggling market and that we were a big potential market and that you know how do we how Throw do we help that game. throw us the All Star game and give them a star and I think they were right I, I mean you like, saw a complete turnaround yep. of 
at Toyota Park. I mean, I had never really seen it full ever. Yeah. And it was weird. A lot of the summer games were pretty and there was like, year, yeah. And there was a lot of growing pains even at the stadium, you could tell. I think they've I they've kind of gotten their act together, but those first few games yeah. where it was sold out, I mean, it was a you, you if you wanted to get a beer, it's you a free for all. You just didn't you, your choice was either watch the game or stand in line and get beer. You couldn't do both. Like yeah. you, uh it's crazy. lines everywhere for the bathroom and everything. But they, I think they figured it out. I give them credit for that. But um, yeah, so that's a funny. I just got one thing to close. I, the Hotman out thing is just like old narrative. At this of course, point. it's old. Like yeah, we've been yeah. Even if you want him to be it gone, matter. it doesn't matter. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. And this is the same discussion they have. We have. So I listen to a lot of sports talk radio, and they they mention the McCaskies and the Bears. Every day. Every yeah. single day. Yeah. And people have been talking about... That for decades? De- like, as long as I've been listening to, to the radio, which is like for 15, 20 years, they've been talking about this. And nothing's ever going to change. No. Yep. But it's... A, but it's also you true. To, it's okay, okay to, to be frustrated. It's okay yeah. to be frustrated. I don't yeah. see why you can't... We're gonna... the, the problem is that, that Hotman has no incentive to sell. He would need to receive like double uh, an upcoming like uh, so like whatever Atlanta paid to be an expansion team, like he would want that plus a little bit, right? Because otherwise it's not worth it. Because the next expansion team is gonna up the market value gun of, of MLS team. So he's waiting there to you know until there's someone that's gonna come along with an offer that's actually worth it for him. And right now there isn't an offer. Why would someone pay for that while this Bridgeview fire while the Toyota Park contract is in order? No, the, the team's not I mean, Toyota worth it as long as they're in Toyota Park. Toyota doesn't even sponsor the stadium anymore. They don't. It's just, they like the Toyota was there. basically like, fine, you can use our name as the stadium, but other than that, we're not giving you money, and like that's yeah. it. Like, so why would any owner buy a team with five? I don't know what the number of years is left. It's I, five to ten, something like. I want to say it's like ten. I have no Probably idea. Probably closer to I looked this up. I, I forget, but... Uh, like, why would a player buy... Soon. No, it's not. It's no time soon. Why would you buy a, a team with a, st- a stadium situ- situation like the one we have when there's still 10 years to go? Like, we, if, if Hotman sells the team, it's not going to be until that bridge... Until Toyota Park. That's why this whole, That's why the whole USL thing and putting a stadium over in Bucktown or whatever by the... Very interesting. I mean, that is so interesting when you already have an MLS pro team playing. Yep. You know, however many miles. And if Pro Rel ever gets in, uh, oh, initiated in the that. next uh, ten years, think <laughs> about good, it. Good luck. Think bro. about it. Uh, I want it. I want it to happen. I realize that there's a one percent chance that it happens. Yeah. But I'm pro. Good luck, bro. All right. Thank you. We don't need to go into that today. I mean, we'll probably get into it again at some but. point. At some point. Uh, Paul, any non-fire related soccer stuff you want to talk about? Um, That's all we Non-fire. All we yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, it, it involves the fire. I wanted to ask you guys about the MLS TV contract. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you guys read up? The like, fire one? Well, I mean... No, the ESPN Plus thing. Okay, so so I, I just don't understand. We, I've been to... We've been to one game at a bar... Mm-hmm. And we had trouble watching it. Right. Why? Is yeah, we kind of talked about it last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, um, yeah. So, but here, we talked about this last week, and we said casuals are going to have an issue with it, and here we are with uh, an example. And Will's not even a casual; he's more hardcore than ninety-nine percent of any potential soccer watcher that we're going to come up against, and he's already, you know, having troubles watching a game. So I, and I don't understand. So there, I, I read some articles about this today, and they they were bringing up that. This is like kind of a, a revolutionary novel 
uh, idea, you know, concept. Mm-hmm. To me, like, I, I, I worry about the future of the MLS because the really what, where you make the money, the thing that separates the MLS from, like, the other big four teams is TV money. Mm-hmm. That's where the other leagues get all their money from. They actually could, really couldn't care less about ticket uh, sales. Ticket and, sales. Yeah. It's such a small part. They make all their money. And yeah, like huge TV deals. Why do you think there's a hockey team in Phoenix? Um, the, no one cares about hockey in Phoenix. Right. There's plenty of better places in Canada and wherever that they could put a hockey team. But it's because there's tons of people in Phoenix and they can get TV money. Yeah. So I worry that the the M, the MLS needs to grow. We all want it to grow. We all want this thing to succeed. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't I don't know I don't know what that says this TV deal says about them. Moving away from TV is not. The future, in my mind, unless it unless the internet money starts to become what the TV money is, and yeah. we know that's not true. ESPN is not paying TV and I think money to fire for. I think that'll happen, expense. but you're talking about 10, 20, 30 years yeah. down the road. Like, like I, there's a, you could be ahead of the curve in like ten years down the road and be like, see, I told you so, but like, it still means that you wasted your time those previous ten years. Like, there's there's no advantage to being ahead of the curve, in my opinion, because it's so easy to jump right onto the curve. So. Just be have a TV deal for the next ten years until internet money is a real thing. Because right now it's it, it's that for like video game streaming. It ain't that for sports streaming yet. I think it just depends how big. Like I don't. We're not gonna know how much ESPN paid the fire. We're gonna know because the fire aren't spending anything. But how, we won't know. We will never. We won't know the exact amount. We'll know that it's less than TV money. Well, all right. So, all right. The point is that okay, sure. The Comcast Sportsnet wasn't offering the Fire any money whatsoever. So, like in a relative perspective, sure, the ESPN Plus deal is a good thing. But in terms of MLS growth and just sports packages in general, like moving on to internet streaming at the cost of your consumers, it's too soon. To pretend like you're ahead of the curve is just it's it's too soon, and it gives you no advantage other than to be like. Way ahead of the curve, like it's it's just PR bullcrap to me. I don't know. That's that's, what I, that's that's a good point. That's what I was thinking. It's like it's too soon. It's they they think they're something that they're not. Correct. They need to still build this thing. I agree. For them to, for, you know, for just to put a better product. We all just want to see a better it's, product. It's just one of those things where I don't think we'll see if it was a good or bad thing for like at least three right. years. Well, like, we yeah. won't. We, we can look back on three years and be like, okay, that was that was a legit move, or it yeah. might go terribly. Uh, yeah, my, my instinct tells me it's going to be longer than that and thus not worth it. But if sure, if it's that, and it could be, if it's three years down the road and we're like, holy cow, that was a really smart move, hell yeah, then I'm all for it. But I, I just I don't see that scenario right now. Maybe you just don't like change, bro. Absolutely possible. <laughs> Absolutely do you, possible. Do you believe that the Internet's the future? <laughs> <laughs> that I do believe. Okay. I don't see a way around that. I don't think it's a fad. It's here to stay. Yeah, this is what I really it's believe. It's unavoidable and might ruin all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Great discussion about right. TV and internet. There we go. Let's hit up. Was that was that pause corner? Or does it continue? It's all pause corner. The, now. the rest of the right. segment the is of, oh, it's talking points. Talking yeah, points, yeah, right. which is AKA uh, talking points plus pause corner. Quick ones first. Does Latin make the galaxy? clear favorites in the West. I'll quickly say that I, I already p- I picked them to win the West. So. Wait, did so, you pick yeah. them to win before or after this? Yeah, before. before. Before, okay. I think you did too. I did too. We both picked them to win before, so. Yeah. Because we kind of knew they were going to sign someone big too, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I. So yeah, not a talking point. 
No, I think I think it's a talking point because like Seattle looks bad, Portland looks bad. The, the only thing that's changed, LA is still as good as I thought they were at the beginning of the season. What's changed is LAFC looks really good. That's the next kind of the next uh, thing we wrote down. Is LA Galaxy versus LAFC going to be MLS's like greatest signature rivalry, which they're calling El Trafico. El Trafico. Which dubbed is by, was that <laughs> so terrible. I no, it. actually, that's great. I didn't do that. I'm out on it. <laughs> so dumb. You're like, I just hate traffic. Why would you want to name a big soccer game after traffic jam? It's so cheesy and so good. That's so MLS. Like, that is <laughs> it is so the most MLS. MLS rivalry name I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, MLS is gonna build that game up every single time it happens, and it's right, rightfully so. There's gonna be massive stars. You're gonna have Zlatan versus Carlos Vela. I know, and like stuff like that. It's gonna be big time. Yeah, the whole rivalry thing is a little bit upsetting to me, just because like MLS is still so young, and they inject that word into all of their news, like rivalry, rivalry, rivalry. Like, like, no I mean, they did that in New York too, that no ICFC. Like. It's, yeah, it's just like this team's brand new. Of course, they're gonna be rivals because they're both in from the same but, city. But rivalry comes up uh, on its own more than anything. You I can't agree. create should, a rivalry, but not you know in this league. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, crea- it's creative. I think there. that's what my issue with it is: is that this league it should be built. It tries to force rivalries. Like th- I think they could occur naturally, yeah. but the league doesn't help it happen. Like, they haven't right, even played I, yet, and the, it has a name. Right? It's Multiple just like names, get you know? out of here with that. Like I, it's funny and it's good PR and it's publicity and all that shit. But it's like, all right. But if you ask me if it was genuinely a rivalry, if, I'm gonna be like. Get out of here. And he, you need like some feisty games, like some playoff. Yeah. You know, we need matches. A, if Zlatan gets sent off someone. for elbowing someone, I'll call it a rivalry. Yeah, it'll be. It'll but he has to score a hat trick first. <laughs> All right, that's perfect for the next question. Will Zlatan score twenty-one goals in MLS this season, over or under? I'm pretty sure that's we're bo- we're both on the same page here. Under 21 goals. That was when I saw that over. I, I think was like, that, that was seems correct. Absurdly I think it was high. Correct. No, I saw that exact same number too. Um, it wasn't that's, from. That's a lot of goals. That's a ton of goals, and he's not even. I mean, he's. I know he's only three weeks short, right? But like, that's a that is a crap ton. He's. We that's don't even scoring, know if he's gonna be healthy. Right. That means he's scoring like every time he starts. Yeah. Basically. If he's healthy, the the whole season. That becomes a whole lot more appealing of a bet for over, but I just what universe is he gonna be healthy for? A full he's season? just gonna get he's just gonna get like worn down. He's an old man. Yeah, like, he's, I can't imagine he plays that. on turf. Too. I can't imagine yeah. him start like even starting every game. Right, they're gonna rest. If him. they if they go away to Montreal on turf, is he gonna play? No, he's not gonna play. No, yeah, he's if only they fly, gonna play. Like if they fly across the country games. for an East Coast game. He's yeah. probably gonna rest. No, he's yeah. So I, gotta say, no, I mean, unless he like has some just bangers. I at hope home he does get some hat tricks yeah. and stuff. But yeah, fuzz betting. Has right. anyone ever recorded a double hat trick in MLS? No idea. If it hasn't happened, slots my pick to do it. <laughs> You'd have amazing odds on that. <laughs> What's Bovada giving on that? Yeah, the double. You'd have to go up to the counter and like, talk to a guy. I'm going to LA this yeah. weekend. Sorry, won't be at the fire. The make believe casino's got to have that at like plus three thousand or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he scores six goals in a game. <laughs> wow, big stuff. John, you wanted to talk about All right. the yeah. national team. I I know no one really cares, but I want to talk a little bit about men's national team. Uh, 
Nothing matters at this point, but uh, USA beat Par- Paraguay one uh, nothing on a Bobby Wood PK. Uh, this was last night. It was what I would summarize as a decent game for both the U.S. and Paraguay. Uh, probably a little bit disappointing for Paraguay. Um, even match. Uh, the, the thing I, I most want to talk about, though, because you know, a 1-0 game on a PK win isn't that substantial, but what I want to talk about is this sentiment I had seen uh, across a number of Twitter users is that Dave Saracen, the, the head coach of the team currently, uh, they questioned uh, he He didn't sub until like the 80th or something like that. And everyone was like, why aren't you giving all these young guys that we already were all so excited to see some clock? And some I was like, more minutes. It's like, you know, on your first instinct, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why not give these young guys a look? But I, you're giving them a look anyways just by training with the men's national team, in my opinion. And, and to me, I'm like, all right, well, you already got a young core actually starting the game. And wouldn't you want them to get a little bit of experience actually closing out wins? It's a fair argument. It's, it's, it's a fair argument. It's almost like a devil's advocate. Like, I don't care either way. But my devil's advocate is like, is there any harm in letting these other guys? Like, no one has experience on this team. So is there any harm in letting the guys that you actually might think be there in, like, eight years or whatever, it's six. Uh, it's only five years now. Sorry, uh, but is there any harm in letting them get some experience in, in, in closing out a win against a pretty good team? That's my only take. Um, the only other thing is like uh, this whole uh, the process narr- narrative that I've heard a number of times now. I think it's an absolute joke and a bunch of PR bullcrap because we don't even have a like our coach Saracen. He's an interim still. Like that's his title. Like he he's certainly has a chance at becoming the coach. But I think that would be bad for all of U.S. soccer, and it would speak against the change that everyone is so avidly defending right now. Like, I, I so this whole like, how can you have a process in place before you even have a, a, a starting head coach? Hey, can I say this? Can we retire the process? Yeah, they like, stole it all. Suddenly, really? suddenly, every single shitty team everywhere, whether it's, it's the process. the U.S. men's national team or every crappy team in every league. Is the process yeah. suddenly? No, you're not the process. Is, no one is the process. No one is the process. Is NR hiding a little bit behind the process right now? I mean, uh, there's a little bit of that. I, mean, I think so. I mean, he hasn't said the words. Uh, like, yeah, he hasn't said process. If he ever says the words, I we will have an I, entire. I'm worried that teams are going to get away. Need to like coin that term. They need to like copyright right. and just so start suing stops. every single person. <laughs> so everyone stops they use using it. it. That would be wonderful. But it's like it's just suddenly become this buzzword that like GMs can hide behind or like, teams can hide behind. Like, hey, just keep watching us. Please be patient while yeah. we lose for five years. We suck, but it's it'll all come together. But it probably won't. It won't. Uh, two, just two quick thoughts on that because I don't really care. Right yeah, now. go ahead. Saracen. Saracen. I, the, the only reason I correct you is because I found out how to pronounce it like literally an hour I've ago. I've said Saracen <laughs> forever. For, you get, he's he's, he's been an assistant coach like his whole career besides when he was with the fire. Yep. He was the head coach of the fire. Uh, and that's the only time he's been a head coach. He's always been an assistant. I don't, I don't know why any of this matters until we get like the next big head coach in that's basically you don't think it. Saracen should be the next head coach for sure not going forward no. I agree wholeheartedly with you, with you. No. wholeheartedly uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about that no one cares about is the MLS All-Star game because I like talking about you love no talking about. about this stuff that no one cares about I think people care about it it, it speaks to an image. They care about make, us, both, make us care. They care I'm gonna make you care. I just made you. I know I just made you care about the U.S. soccer team. So like a mission accomplished already. But let me make you care about the MLS All Star Game real quick. Just to go on record, I don't. 
care. John did not convince me. All right, continue. Wait, what are they playing? Sorry to go back. What are they playing for right now? Nothing. Quickly, the U.S. Spends National. Oh, team. absolutely. Like, why are there games? Li- uh, are they just exhibitions? Purely? Yeah, literally, okay. literally no reason. Friendlies. All right. The stakes could not be lower. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> But I'm bringing it yeah. up on the pod, baby. All right, so we're moving on to MLS All-Star Game. Uh, it was announced it's going to be against uh, my favorite team from Europe, Juventus, uh, in Atlanta at Mer- Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which That's is going to be a, why you care. It, it'll be a cool uh, atmosphere. The reason I don't, I do not care that Juventus is the the team. The reason I care is that I'm effing sick and tired of the MLS not being East versus West. That'd be so fun. Well, we've been saying that to get you know when we talk about it for years, but like no one would. The, all right, we're, so we're, we're soccer some, nerds. The, I don't know if anyone would care that much. I understand that from a fiscal perspective, the game against Juventus is going to make probably twice to three times as much as an East versus West game would make. I understand that, and I and I can appreciate that. What I uh, get upset about is when the MLS like gets all defensive or proud about their image as this league that's growing and that they're they're up there, and then sort they go of. and have a uh, all star game where they're like pretend like look our best players in a meaningless game can compete against this Juventus league. We're, we're putting we're basically putting our whole league. 20 whatever teams we have now against, against one team. And it's it's usually not it's even the joke. it's like a B team of yeah. a, of not even the best team in Europe. So like what are we what what is the point of this? Like if you, if you're if you well, like want to be proud about your Euro's image, you nuts. cannot play all-star games yeah. against a European team. If you're proud of your damn league, you play the best players in that fucking league. I'm sorry. It's just stupid. I don't know. I think you get worked up about this game every year. I do, and I, I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I'd watch it if it was East versus West. I, I'm not gonna watch it if it's <laughs> fucking against Juventus. It doesn't matter. But just play your best players. You can parrot it out, tweet it out. Every team gets to send an extra little tweet about this players in the All Star game. That's double the number of players you get to tweet out and say like, look at how good these players are. There's like a super easy solution that would make the MLS even more money. You wanna know what it is? Give it to me. They have this game with the first choice MLS All Stars against Juve, and then they give the teams an actual break and just play another game, East versus West. And some of the some of the guys don't play against Juventus. Right. It's like a first choice All Star team. Yeah, it's even extra. And then they pick extra guys from the East, extra guys from West, and they have two games. Yeah. It's all all money grabbing, anyways. You may as well. I'm all in on that idea. Split the games up like. Two three days apart, yeah. Have All Star like, weekend yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or what? Or back to back. Well, yeah. then the guys couldn't play both games, but that, well, that's what. I, but even then, you could just you could just do your first XI versus Uve, and then like the have, yeah, good kind of your runners up. If you're even going to do it, I don't. Think, I, don't I don't think they even need them. None of game. it. None of it actually matters. I just think it's incredibly hypocritical that the MLS like puffs their chest sometimes about their standing in world soccer, and then they have to do this little children's game against the Juventus. It just upsets me, and it's disingenuous. I like to just... It's so terrible that it's in the middle of the season, but whatever. I like that, like... I mean, this All-Star game is, like, one of the things that gets you more fired up than anything, and it's just it's so the most dumb. meaningless. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, can't John explain. loves arguing about meaningless stuff. <laughs> that is well, my forte. This is what we do every week. That, that makes... I mean, I yeah, we all know this. The longest arguments are about the, the pointless stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That no, that no one cares about. Moving on. 
Louis Nguyen. This is meaningful. This is very. Meaningful. This is quick. Probably not meaningful. Louis Louis Nguyen. Lee Nguyen. Win. Win. News. Uh, fire are apparently out on him. We had a difference in valuation again. Uh, that's what we're hearing. I think from what I heard, they do want a lot, and that's why he's still there. So I don't personally. I don't. I don't know. You're probably John's probably gonna go off on NR again. Um, yeah. So let's hear it. What the f, man? What's with this? We we've heard this valuation excuse three times now. They don't want on three different players. Yeah. When are we gonna? When is the valuation gonna be right? Like what? What savior of Jesus Christ soccer is Nelson Rodriguez hunting right now? I don't understand is there, it. Is there anyone on the team that Bargain you wouldn't bins, trade baby. for him besides Triny? No. Even maybe him. Dax. I wouldn't trade nah, Dax. I wouldn't trade Dax. I'd, I'd rather have Dax. Than so you got two. So the whole team is is Nicholas. up for grabs. What else do they have? Yeah, three. But like the point is like we have an incredibly obvious gap in the position that Lee Wynn would fill. Yeah. We have a very tight window in that uh, Dax and Basti are both getting older, and right now they are both playing still like pretty darn good soccer. And if you put all uh, Cam in the place, yeah. we're gonna be good. Like I, it, it'll be a tangible improvement, and we're gonna have a chance at something. And until I mean we're we're just sitting around sitting on our ass until nothing happens. I just I don't this whole valuation thing I don't get. I agree. I just don't. Again, this is a lot of MLS stuff. We don't of course understand we, the numbers. We, have we no don't no have any idea what they're asking for. We it's like yeah we can sit here and be like he should pull the trigger on this deal. Right. We have I have no idea right. what if, they want. If Wynn's asking for two mil, and apparently right, maybe like before got this Montreal had a better offer than us, and they didn't get him. They weren't going to get him either, so maybe the Revs are just holding on to him and they're wow. asking for too much. I think it's upsetting that Montreal had a better offer than us just to begin with, whether or not the offer Because we had reasonable. a bigger need than Montreal. Correct. That's probably the thing to be mo- <laughs> like more upset what, about. Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know. I'm just upset of hearing about failures from Nelson Rodriguez and having him use this, like... Uh, he's he's got two excuses. He's got well, we had a difference in valuation, and oh, we just don't think his character was right for this team. And I'm like, all right, good, yeah. Let's not sign anyone who's in, like, let's not sign Cristiano Ronaldo because he's think, he's got the an Galaxy. Ego. We're sitting around thinking right, about Zlatan's right. <laughs> his Zlatan actually thinks like, this guy would be bad guy. for our dressing room. Get, no, they're like, yeah, I don't care. He's gonna Nelson, get out of here with your character evaluation. Zlatan thinks he's Shit. God. Literally, yeah, it's. It's wrong. I know for a fact. I like this isn't even just an opinion. This is an objective fact. Valuing people based on their character is wrong when it comes to managing a sports team. I just think that's objective fact. I don't know. Sweet. I mean, you'd have to be an extremely bad person for your character. I mean, a lot, like, of, a lot of the best you. ever athletes were bad people. I think your play just erases everything. I think all is forgiven. Yeah. With results. <laughs> with results. <laughs> right. Yeah. Big pot with the best point. You of, can make it to heaven on the, yeah. on your uh, soccer abilities. That's is right. Is what you're saying. Right, we got it. Uh, man, we're just... This thing's going to be running long here. That's all um, right. What else do we got? I Well, this is like some good stuff here. Uh, Let's go then. Let's go. I just I don't know how long we can talk about this. I was wondering what you guys think about our scouting network or perhaps lack thereof. Um, Guillermo Rivera from the Athletic tweeted out questions for his mailbag, and I asked him to answer. I'll be interested to see what he has to say. Like, yeah, I saw that. what does he know about 
our scouting network, who are... Because Nelson is not the one that's going to games and watching people right. until that it gets escalated up to him mm-hmm. to where they're like, this is a guy, you need to go look at this guy, we kind of want to sign him. It's not like Nelson's on the internet, like, Googling people and going to, like, obscure soccer games to see right. players. Right. So who are the guys for the fire that are going out to do the scouting? Because well, I'm wondering why we're signing Alan Gordon and teams in MLS are signing whole, a whole slew of South American young talents. And not not just young. Darwin Quintero, 30 years old. Uh, Ezekiel Barco, a teenager. Uh, just tons of these talented players. And we're signing, what is Alan Gordon now, 35? Yeah. 36? I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think it's a, a little bit of a false equivalency to relate our signing of Alan Gordon to someone sure. else's signing of uh, it, it Barco. Because like, Barco's going to be a star on that team, and we signed Alan Gordon to be like the worst-case scenario was, forward yeah. on that team. Barco's but, like the highest example. But but your point still holds in that where are our signings? <laughs> like... Katai versus you Barco. Every team in MLS and rattle off like two, th- three signings yeah. this offseason. I think you can can compare what we did with uh, Alexander Katai to what other teams have done with Andre Horta and, and and Barco and you know uh, anyone in the last couple of years. And and would you put Katai on that same level? And and I mean, we don't know on, yet, like Katai looks fine. I think he looks starter quality, but I he doesn't look. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he looks uh, Sebastian Blanco level. I don't think he looks anywhere, anywhere near that good. I guess I should have used this word in that question slash statement. The big word is asset. Mm-hmm. These teams are going out and signing players that are potential assets. Mm-hmm. Alan Gordon is not an asset. No. Katai, no one else that he's played for has found him to be an asset. I hope he becomes one. Like, this but is his like yeah. you know big chance to. Lock down a starting role somewhere. Right. Why are we the team giving this? He guy like a went chance. from Serbia, spent one year in Spain. I hope he works out. He's looked good. I've said that. Right. We, I'm not bashing Katai. Like, I'm just relating him to better young, signings that are happening in the MLS. The young players showing potential that we might be able to use for the next three, four years, right. and then flip. And you're for you know transfer value. Right. And your thought is that this might be a result of our scouting department not being I, I don't fully even look, mature. Like, I can't judge because I don't know what's going on. We so have no it's idea. A legitimate and question. We, we don't know. Yeah, we, we won't. If know. anyone knows, reach out because I'd like love to know who's like doing the scouting right. for the fire. Well, what, what we know is what's currently happening is not. We don't. We're not signing anybody. It certainly doesn't look to be working. No. I agree with you. I think it's an incredibly good question, and I would love That's, to know that more. That could be really like I'd love to hear all about it. Because there's there's a lot of stuff. If you, uh, uh, Nelson and and Hotman, if you're listening, Bridgeview Fire, this is our official invitation for you to uh, ask us to be your permanent scouts going forward. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. We scout. will all quit our jobs. I, yes, I will take a salary. Bridgeview Fire collectively will split it how we want. Mostly <laughs> me getting all the money. Will accept a salary of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I- don't agree to this number if you're getting all the money. No, I'm getting at least 90k. All right, more more for you and me, John. Right, yeah, don't tell me. <laughs> Classic capital. He's out at work here. <laughs> all right. What else we got for talking points? Anything else? Are we done? We've got a lot more. Holy shit. Keep it coming then. All right. Do you want to get into this thing? What thing? This feedback we got? <laughs> Do you want to? 
Briefly. Okay. Last week we got this feedback on an internet Reddit. website Reddit. called Reddit. The, the dark web. <laughs> um, in, and I quote, we're not going to tell, we're not going to say who said this. It doesn't uh, matter who said it. I, I think it's a sentiment shared by it more than yeah, one person. Yeah, it's one of the parties of Fire Fandom right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. In quotes, maybe you boys can get your checkbooks out and buy the team. Or get your dad to buy the team for you. Dad's not rich enough. Or you can keep whining and complaining until some knuckle-headed billionaire Will worse do. than the cruise pre-court comes to town and buys the fire and moves them to California or Texas mm-hmm. or somewhere else because mm-hmm. of self-centered boneheads like mm. you two. Mm. Continue to make the environment surrounding the fire toxic everywhere on yeah. anti-social media. And, oh. End quotes. That was Interesting. fun. I like that little anti-social media. Isn't a lot of fire social media really anti-social? It's <laughs> so terrible. It's very, very yeah. uh, It's almost toxic. like our team <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no one's allowed to have an opinion. Everyone's an expert. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, that's good feedback. Dude, like, if if our podcast ends up making a, a billionaire owner come and buy the team from Andrew Sweet. Allen and move it to L.A., like, Sorry, guys. good for everyone involved in that transaction. Yeah. I don't know if I brought this up, but pre-court, I was talking about this earlier. Pre-court, you know, say what you will about him. Uh, the crew have won multiple playoff games in the last four to five years. More than zero is, is all yeah. I'm saying. I, we should have looked this up. They went to the finals one year, like three years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they, they, they won several. Not they went bad. to the conference. They lost the conference finals last year. They've been year. better than we Historically, they're much quali- better than us. It's a high-quality product. Recent. Columbus, Recent. Columbus has a fifth as many people as Chicago. And they have a good team, so I I don't know. I think I'd take that any day of the week. I don't know. I guess with this feedback, all I was going to say is that I go to almost every home game. When I get there, I support the hell out of the team. Both emotionally and Emotionally, financially. Economically, yeah. And I think it's completely reasonable for me to go to games, want them to win, support the players, support the team. And then a day or two later, sit here and question question why things are happening the way they are. Why are we not bringing in players like everyone else? Why are we falling behind the rest of the teams on MLS? These are per- perfectly normal yeah. questions that I should be allowed to I ask. Mean, I think we're well within our right to have given up on this team already. Like that, This may yes. be a very hot take. A lot of people did before last year, before <laughs> the playoff like, team last year. A lot of people gave you're up. You're talking about three years in a, in a row where they won like seven games. Yeah, just spoons. ridiculous. We're talking about three guys who were at the blackout. The CF ninety seven, CF ninety seven, ninety minute blackout. Yeah, I mean we we are not we are not giving up on the team by being critical of them. We are this simply sh- stating that other owners are doing more to help their teams, and that it would probably be a good thing if someone could give Hoffman an offer that would convince them to sell this team, which we also acknowledge is not likely. So we're going to sit here and complain in the meantime because that's all we got. The season ticket price has gone up this every America, year. America, man. And we're still here. So we're still here, man. We'll free, still be talking fires. Free speech. Why, why sit around and be okay with something that's why, not yeah, working? What, what, why? What's the alternative, man? I mean, are you... Should we, not, we have a podcast where we I'm just... I'm perfectly fine with the people that go... And there's there's season two yeah, holders yeah. that go to games and they don't care about results. That's and okay. I'm told I don't judge those people. Yeah, of course. It's a fun day of out. Course. That's not what this is about. Though. And that's cool, but I don't have to be that way. No. Like I sorry, I don't like losing. Have, yeah. I, don't, I don't you know why. We we are not contributing to a toxic environment or whatever. We're being critical like, of we're just, things that we see. 
It's, I just don't understand. Like, I just think most teams have very, like... I think fans are almost always unhappy. When things are bad, of course. Yeah. yeah. Of every any every sport, sport, any team. Every team. Yeah. I mean, There's no you reasonable... Play, you play games to win. Right? You you, yeah. you can hear fans of Barcelona and Real Madrid talking bad, yeah. shit about their team all the time. Yeah, if they, yeah. if they have one bad game, yeah. they're gonna talk shit about the team. Yeah. And those are you know. Has anyone watched Arsenal fan TV before? Like that they're shit's so like I don't think they're psychopathic. Honestly, that's like, incredible. Yeah, that's good. Stuff. You guys are bigger soccer fans than me. Like I'm actually more. I'm amazed. I think soccer fans are more negative than any other fans I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not sure that maybe a soccer fan is ever happy. To, um, <laughs> it might just be your exposure to fire. Twitter no, no. I, I mean, even like EPL, like yeah, in like leagues like this. I I think people are all. I mean, look at what happened. People in are always another always week. The, the only happy soccer fans currently in the world right now are Barcelona fans, and they think that La Masia is yeah. like a, mm-hmm. uh, is a sanctuary for. Soccer gods, and I want to poop on them. <laughs> this whole pre court crew talk uh, leads <laughs> us to that our first fun. Twitter queue. That was really fun. Twitter queue is kind of related to what we've touched on a number of times. Yeah, but we'll go. I but mean, let's, let's address it. So, Chris May at Chris May CF97. Thanks for the question, by the way. <sighs> Thanks, Chris. Appreciate um, he says, his question: If Precourt can move the crew and instantly achieve achieve a big financial gain, why wouldn't Hotman do the same ASAP? Let's go around the table. Go ahead, John. Oh, I'm starting. Okay. You've just been volunteer distribute. First of all, I I don't know, and I don't think anyone knows that it's that that this is a huge financial gain to him for for a number of reasons. Yeah, I don't know about that part. He there has to first be. First of all, it hasn't happened. Uh, so how can we know for a fact what the value of Austin's going to be? Stop it real quick. All right. Is it a fair assumption to say he will get a big financial gain? Because why else would he want? I mean, why else would he be doing this? He'll get an unrealized just for, just for capital gigs. Like, all right. So in order to have a gain, right, he either has to do two things. He, has to, he either has to sell Columbus and buy a team in Austin, which he's not doing, or he moves his current team rebrands it as Austin and because of that his value goes up and that's an unreal, that's, what he's that's an unrealized gain so that doesn't actually get realized so the numbers guy actuarial that doesn't guy. get realized until he sells the team so like we can talk about market thing. value so yeah sure in all likelihood if he ends up succeeding which is still like 50-50 in moving to Austin he will likely get a bump in the market value of his team and that would be interpreted as a gain so that's as far as i can take that assumption so regardless of that i just don't hotman's in a different situation First off, he's, he owns a team in Chicago, which is a much bigger market than Columbus. They're not, no one's leaving Chicago. Why would you leave Chicago? What it's better options are there, right? Like, yeah. Of course, Austin's a better option than Columbus, but Austin, maybe it's a better option than Chicago just because they can get a new stadium deal, yeah. but like we don't we don't know that. We actually don't know because Austin's never had a major, uh, right? major league team. Yeah, we, we, Austin, that's what uh, I'm Texas. saying about the market value of an Austin team. Like, we yeah. just don't know we how don't that know market's going to work yeah. out. So... I, I think it's it's a little bit presumptuous to, th- to consider it as a, uh, a gain, but I can understand the assumption. So so he's let's, obviously convinced. Let's let's assume that it will be a gain. So why why wouldn't Hotman move to another city? I think you. 
I think that you hit on the big one. It's uh, Columbus that, that, that is not sh- Chicago. Yeah, sh- Chicago's bigger. But the, so maybe he would because of our stadium situation, right? So maybe, that's I mean that's but one he, of the big there's going to be a yeah. lot of losses that comes with breaking away from that contract, and that would probably not make it worth it. Would be the reason there. And then I I think that uh, at the root of his question is, Hotman could sell the team right now for a huge gain, and why doesn't he? And I think because it hasn't hit. You know, it's top value. I think, yeah, I think the answer is that the MLS continues to, to grow. Whether it be valid growth or not is a topic for a 3,000-hour-long podcast about why the MLS is a pod, uh, pyramid scheme. But uh, Stay tuned. Stay the tuned. Podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> Episode uh, 17. We tackle this next but, week. <laughs> but theoretically, uh, the value of MLS teams are going up until someone tries to sell and everyone panics and realizes that no one's willing to buy at the prices that they're asking for, and then the pyramid scheme collapses. But that 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 that's what uh, my skeptical ass thinks is going to happen in a couple of years. But uh, uh, I think, by the go. way, I think uh, the U- the the U.S. team missing the World Cup has delayed Hauptman selling this team for a long time. Because, it's an I mean, doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't the U.S. not being in the uh, World Cup this year definitely decrease the value? It completely... I mean, it's just... Or it, it delay. I guess maybe more of a delay. No, I, I mean, I it just brings down agree. general lack of interest in the game here. Or for people that you're at the very least, it plays. Right? It's not going to go down, but right. they missed out on an opportunity to expand right. big. 100%. And I think they were. I think they were probably betting on that. I think everyone's, well, and, I mean, everyone's betting on that. You can tie that into the U.S. possibly missing out on the World Cup that we were all told was yeah, like we were going to get this one. one. You know, that's, a, totally that's also a topic for another another podcast. podcast yeah. yeah, I mean that'll be the same thing. I, I don't. Why wouldn't Hotman do the same? He doesn't like doing a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I um, agree. He's lazy. He wants to sit back. There's been no talk. I haven't heard one single thing over the years of him moving. Nah. If anything, we just heard rumblings, and who knows if they're even true, that he nah. might be willing to sell. But mo- I, I don't think, think he's moving. I don't think it happens. I don't, I don't think he's moving, yeah. and I don't think he's selling. Yeah. Not until... We'll talk when the when Toyota Park contract comes I think that in the difference with pre-court is that... Um, Forbes, who does the valuations for all the sports franchises in all leagues, they have the crew at way at the bottom of uh, the most valuable MLS teams. Yeah, so if you're the owner of that team that's sitting at the bottom, right? And they're uh, the fire are closer in value to the top teams in MLS than we are to the crew. Yeah, like the crew are valued at way less. Chicago is not Columbus. Way yeah, less than you know. So that's. I gotta assume that's why he's thinking. I gotta move this team. It's not worth anything. Yeah. No, with no disrespect to crew fans, obviously. No, I. They're incredible fans, and their team's yeah. actually good. Like it's not their fault. It's just, they're just in a tough market with a tough owner, and you know. He wants. Yeah. What are you gonna do? It's reality. All right. Uh, you want to hit up this uh, last question by your bro? Last question, Mikey Mo hitting us up again. He wants to know where does MLS rank uh, among all the leagues of, of, of soccer, I think. Uh, and what I think mostly he means is European leagues. Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about some. Uh, I've put down a couple of leagues not in Europe that might compete with where, MLS. I mean, where do you have it? What's your number? So he, he has tops nine or top 12 or, or otherwise, right? So those are kind of his. Those his, are his, his guesses? Yeah, those are his thresholds. And so I, I wrote down some teams. Uh, we'll rattle off the, like the top five 
that are clearly, I think, better than the MLS. I don't think there will be any disagreement. It'll be EPL, Italy, Germany, Spain, France, and I think Portugal is uh, automatically better than MLS. But okay. So let's stop there. Does anyone disagree with that? No. No. So then I'm gonna go to teams uh, leagues. Sorry, that I think. So you have you had six there. That was one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna go to leagues that I think. I would listen to an argument that the MLS is on par, depending on the uh, the criteria, right? Okay. So the criteria that I'm going to use is if you threw both leagues together, the average standing of the teams from each league, who would be higher? Does that make sense? Sure. Like if you threw the... So uh, in certain leagues, there's definitely like... A couple teams that are like way better, maybe than every other MLS team. Right. It's slightly different in each league. But but if the MLS de- is deeper, it might yeah. make up for that, right? I got you. All right. So the Netherlands comes to mind. I think you've got some very deep teams in that league. I think you've got what Ajax, PSV Eindhoven. Mm-hmm. Those two come to mind would destroy most MLS teams. I think Vente here in Wien. Bunch of teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I. I I would have a hard time with Netherlands as an argument. I would have a hard time with Russia as an argument because I think that their top teams are much, much better than the MLS. Agreed. Where we start to get into territory where I think I would start listening to arguments is Turkey, China, and Mexico. I think Mexico has proven that they're better than the MLS over the last couple of years, at least at the top level. Okay. I don't know what Mexican bottom-level teams are like relative to... Uh, uh, the MLS. I imagine it would be pretty similar if, if you asked me. But um, is the China League? I, I don't know much about the China League. I'm out, I'm are out they on your valu- valuation of the Chinese Super League or whatever it's called? I I think I you I, got some just top heavy teams who yeah. went and threw out a bunch of money to sign stars. No, I, I agree. I I'm not saying they are. I just I, think it, I think I would listen to the conversation. Okay. I think MLS would wipe most of those Chinese teams. I, I think you're 100% correct. Off the face of the earth. We'll just pick a random uh, MLS like, team. The like, Fire, maybe. They have, like, Oscar and, like... But the, who else like do those teams have? Like, one player, right? Yeah. They have, like, one or two players. And Oscar... Like, none of those players are there to, like, prove anything other than to make most of those players boatloads of money. Just left for money, and they yeah. weren't really succeeding. Like, no one's taking a pay cut to go to China. <laughs> but Zlatan's no, taking a pay cut a... to go to LA Galaxy. Yeah. That's where I think the MLS has an edge. But so where do you go? Anyway, all right, so where 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I think they're top 12. Cool. They're definitely not top 9, in my opinion. Uh, I have them at 12, exactly. Really? Yeah. Well, you can come up I got, with a number. You don't have to, like, I got Turkey and Ukraine. Well, oh, Ukraine's a pretty good league. I mean, do you think they're better than, like, the English second league? The ones I uh, That's actually a good point. Yeah. I think, than- I think they're deeper. Okay. I th- it's so... Because the bottom of that league is like pretty bad. Yeah, the bottom of the second tier England is really bad. Like, and really, it's really but bad. it's just a brutal season. Like yeah. I don't know where MLS team. They play more games than any other like. Yeah, I don't teams know where a fire would finish over there because there it's just a brutal. It's just game. completely. That's why this question is impossible. And like they oh, do yeah. studies, but it's on fun this. to talk about, right? They do like someone does a study on this every year. Or we can look this up. Five thirty eight list. Yeah. The only other leagues that people I wrote would mention Brazil. Oh, okay. Argentina. I wouldn't put Argentina above and, MLS. Uh, Belgium. Argentina is like a really so. There's tons of talent the out of Argentina, though, like, but that's a there's multiple ways to look at this team. too. Like, I 
to me, it also involves like infrastructure. Do you have good stadiums? Right, that's where Argentina. Do you fans. have training grounds? Do you have good scouting? Do you have you know all this stuff? Like it's not just talent to me. Yeah, I, at least in my mind. Isn't this what separates Referees. MLS? Would Slatan go to Brazil Refs. or Argentina? Shit, I mean it's like safety. No. He might go to Brazil. I, I actually think Brazil's a very good league, but the infrastructure slightly no, worse. Zlatan would never go to Brazil. Which league would, he, would he, he go to the Netherlands? Would he go to Portugal? No. He, he would, would go... No. Well, I guess it doesn't... I, I back hard. off on my point because it's not really because Depends of the quality of the career. league. It's the, it's it's the current. size of the media market, the size right. of the country. Right. But yeah. 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 I, I think around, his, he said 9 or 12 in the question. I think around 12. I think 12. You could probably argue it from 9 to like 16 Yeah. If you really, you know. Yeah, I agree. It's all your opinion. It's an incredibly interesting talking point, and I think it 100% depends on your I think criteria. we can all agree that it's gotten better. Oh, yeah. I don't even think it was even near, I don't like ten years ago it was not near. And we were 12. we were watching the league ten years ago. It wasn't even close. It was top twenty if we you're lucky. We didn't have these players that we're watching now. Correct. Hundred percent. We just didn't have them. It's growing. All right, you guys got anything? Big pop. What do you got? Closing, um, closing remarks. Closing, closing remarks. remarks on your uh, appearance here on the Bridgeview Fire Pod. I don't know. It's been an honor to uh, join you guys. Uh, I will. Uh, Pop in here and there throughout the season. Oh, we're gonna have you back for sure. Yeah, look forward to it. We need more pause picks. I'll check out a. I'll we're check out another restaurant. Yeah. And uh, maybe just remember. We're gonna have to make go to this pickle place to get some pickled avocados. Yeah, I mean it's really weird. You gotta check it out. I I will. Probably this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, see ya. Adios. Episode six. Uh, we will be at the game. Go Fires. Go Fire. And hopefully we get three points. 